This is People Like Us, a show about Alt-MBA alumni. Here's Lisa Malo from Alt-MBA 14. I want to take a, a step back into the past. Who were you before Alt-MBA? Wow. So before Alt-MBA, I had spent about seven years uh, building a career at the headquarters of Edible Arrangements, uh, if you know what that is. Uh, and for those of you who don't, uh, it is a franchise that builds fruit arrangements, um, which sounds crazy, and it kind of is. <laughs> but it was an amazing um, an amazing experience. I had a few different gigs there. Um, I, I was lucky enough to get to kind of, I jokingly said, make up my jobs. You know, every so often I would see an opportunity and say, I want to do that thing next. Uh, and they let me do it, which was incredible. Um, most recently, my roles were building the first in-house creative team there. Um, so we were a full service creative team. They had never had that before. Um, it was an amazing time. And then they asked me to step into a role to really reinvent their corporate communication strategy at a time that was really challenging for the company. Um, and I did a lot of soul searching on that. And I decided that I would take on that challenge um, with mixed results. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. The, the important thing is that you, you stepped up and Seth and others have talked about it. Like, how do you have good ideas? You got to have... You got to have bad ideas. So, uh, feel better about myself knowing that. But I also think, or, and I also think, um, that stepping into that role, I had, I had certain expectations of myself having, you know, been in an organization, um, and really built a, built a career and reputation on like transforming different teams, um, and being relied on as a creative there, uh, and a marketer. And so I, I kind of came to this point, um, not that far into to stepping into that job, really, of really beating myself up about it. And I couldn't decide if it was like, am I just a beginner at this and need to be easier on myself? Because I'm expecting myself to be an expert at corporate communications in the way that I, you know was whatever whatever degree of expert I was at creative work uh, with a copywriting background, really. Um, did I actually just hate it and had kind of you know made a wrong call uh, for myself and kind of knew that in my gut that it, it was not for me, you know or some combination of those things um, or something else. How did alt MBA come into the picture? So the the impetus was really um, a particularly horrible, horrible meeting I had with the founder and CEO of the company. Um, and it was not I'm not it was not horrible because he was horrible because I crashed and burned in the meeting. Um, it's probably not what I'm making it sound like. So <laughs> let me step that back a little bit. But it was an awful meeting. Um, I had been encouraged. Uh, where it was a moment of transformation in the company. And I really was encouraged to, you should imagine what you want to take corporate communications to down the road and, you know, in, in sort of a grow or die environment, present what you want this group to be in this organization. And the truth is, I was completely avoiding it. I would have every reason of why I didn't set that meeting up. 
and you know, seemingly valid reasons. There was lots of different things to focus on in the company, big projects I was working on. And it finally kind of came to a point where I couldn't avoid it anymore. I set up the meeting. I put together this presentation. I had the meeting. And um, every moment of that meeting, I was like, I, am, I don't believe anything that I am saying right now. You know, and he was super kind to me. And I think he saw right through me. I know he did. Um, and asked me some good questions. And certainly, you know, he's not, he was hard on me in a, in a good way. <laughs> um, and it was the first time I had a meeting where I didn't leave it, a meeting like that, where I didn't leave it feeling like, wow, that was awesome. I left it feeling like I really betrayed myself. Um, and I thought, what just happened? Uh, and that was on a Friday. And I went home and I cried the entire weekend. And I went to work on Monday again. And I would love to say that, you know, that moment I found Alt MBA. <laughs> but the truth is, it was probably another month before I said, kind of in an Alt MBA like moment, Lisa, now that you have seen this, you can't unsee it. You know that you do not want a future in this role. And, and, Truthfully, probably in this company, although the experience has been great for lots of different reasons. And I felt like there is something that I need to learn. It wasn't like a cut my losses and run. It was like, a, there's something I need to learn. And so, uh, I don't know, I went online and was like, I don't know, should am I looking into an MBA, which seems kind of funny right now, because I don't know what that would do for me in that particular kind of moment. But I came to Alt-MBA somehow. Um, so I wasn't, I know a lot of people say that they were a big follower of Seth's. Uh, and honestly, I wasn't, I had read Purple Cow years ago and like had probably seen one of his Ted talks. So I knew who he was, but I was not a big follower and in kind of doing the research and seeing the website and doing other Googling to see, you know, are people talking about this elsewhere? I kind of had three thoughts. One was, um, what the hell is this thing? I don't even think I understand it. <laughs> The second was the video meetings sound awful and like the opposite of every inclination I have. I am so socially awkward. I could not handle that. But the third was, I don't even care. I want into that thing. I need to do that. And so I applied. Wow. When you look at your Alt-MBA journey, how did you change during Alt-MBA? <laughs> it's. I feel like I'm still the same person, of course, right? But I feel like Alt-MBA helped me to show up as that like, best version of myself more and more often. Um, and there are a few things in particular. So I repeat certain things to myself that kind of help me break that lizard brain. I think my lizard brain is like a dragon because it's after me. <laughs> <laughs> but I so but I but I recognize that so much more easily uh and I think quickly um and choose to tell myself a different story. So I, I really remind myself, is this just a story you're telling yourself about situations big and small in a way that I found just so helpful. Um, I actively choose to be more generous in, again, big and small ways. So I 
in lots of different interactions where I might be telling myself a story that was way bigger than it needed to be. I, I choose sort of the more generous assumption both to myself and to the other person. Um, so I think I'm kinder or softer in a way that I like. You know, I, I kind of had gotten into a get things done kind of mindset. And I think that that um, interfered with my ability to kind of tell a different story, be more generous, allow for silence and in all of those different ways. Um, and I think I also thought that people were either, you know, varying degrees of empathetic. Um, and Alt MBA taught me that you can choose that again, that it's a practice. Um, and I practice empathy more with others and definitely with myself. Um, and then I had this really crazy, fun, magical experience with my week one learning group, who I absolutely fell in love with. I know everyone does. <laughs> um, and we it ended in this like weird meditation that we did, <laughs> which I know sounds insane, but it was seriously the best. Um, and then when I wrote about it, I really beat myself up yet again. I wrote about the experience and I thought I didn't do it justice. Again, I cried after I wrote and posted it. I thought this was awful. People are going to read this and think, what is wrong with this girl? This is really making me sound like an emotional basket case with all my crying, but I promise I am not. I don't, I don't <laughs> cry that much. But it ended up being like my favorite thing that I wrote, my favorite thing that I did. Um, and I just, I recognize again, the sort of those stories I'm telling myself. Um, and I just really saw it so super clearly. And actually a member of my learning group said something to me. I had said something when we were posting, we we're getting ready to post kind of the, the actual end product. And I had said, Oh, I don't like to save it as a draft. You know, I just, I don't like people to see that work is being done before it's done, which sounds insane to me even now that I said that. But John McAllister, who was in my week one learning group, said to me, seriously, with such love, Covington, he said to me, can I tell you something? No one gives a shit about your draft. And <laughs> I, it was, I'm not kidding. I say it to myself all the time. Lisa, no one gives a shit about your draft related to all different things in my life. And I feel like it was transformational for me. It changed my life. Thank you, John McAllister, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> And what are you up to now or what's next? So something that I recognized in the process of Alt MBA and, and really since was that I was hyper-focused on my job and I did really define myself by what I did. Um, that was for sure true for me. I was, you know, you, you cut me and I was bleeding fruit juice, really. I was, <laughs> I was all in working crazy hours, working every holiday, so I feel like I was overdeveloped on the job front and I feel like I was ignoring all of these other areas of my life. And I don't know that I believe in this work-life balance idea. I think I tend towards more people would say like integration, right? You're sort of more holistic about it. Um, the truth was, I was completely focused on that to the detriment of all of these other areas of my life that I know are important to me that I would have said were important to me. but my actions were not really lining up with my values. Um, so, so <laughs> I, you know, when I left there, I really actively, and I know I'm so lucky, I really actively decided I wanted to take the summer off. So I'm intentionally have taken a few months off um, to really work on this more sort of holistic life that I want and 
be really super intentional about what I want to do next professionally. Um, I've been freelancing a little bit, which I think is fine and certainly brings in the money that a person needs to live. But I think that, you know, moving forward, I'm not sure that I'm a freelancer necessarily. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've been, I've been working on lots of other areas of my life. So one of the goals of the show is to help alumni connect with one another. And I have a, a prompt. It's a fill in the blank. Reach out if blank. Reach out if you are interested in connecting is, is the real answer. Um, because I have deep love and affection for this community. Um, and I think that my own inclination is, oh, I don't want to bother that person. <laughs> um, and so truly, you can reach out to me for any and no reason whatsoever. Um, from a sort of professional standpoint, reach out if you are having a creative challenge and you would like a partner to help you kind of work on that. So I have a lot of professional background in creative and brand strategy and copywriting. Um, reach out if you have any good vegan recipes. <laughs> I need them because it's going to be a long few months until Thanksgiving. I'm challenging myself to eat vegan that long. This was great because it really was. It was so fun talking to you. I had so much fun. I'm glad. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Lisa.